Psalms 111. It's read in your hearing. And since I'm going to preach from it, I'm just going to read one verse of scripture. Amen? That's the last verse. Verse 10. We talked about this last week. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. A good understanding have all they that do his commandments. His praise endureth forever. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that you would use me. Speak to your people. Open our ears to hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. In Jesus' name, amen. I want you to not look at your neighbor this morning. But I want you to talk to God this morning. And I want you to say, God. God. Say his name like you mean it. God. God. There we go. Because I know y'all louder than that. I hear y'all arguing. Let's try it one more time. God. God. Thank you so much. We all got a lot to be thankful for. Now, Thanksgiving is wonderful. We all ate good, got sleepy. Amen, y'all come on in, we, we seen you. Y'all all right. Some of us ready to go home this afternoon to finish off that food. You're not? You're tired of it? Too many days for you? This is the time in the season where we start thinking about the things that we're grateful for, what we're thankful for. And it's, it's nice that it comes before Christmas, right? Because Christmas, if you haven't smartened up, educated, going to debt. Could you imagine if Christmas came before Thanksgiving? After you spent all your money that you didn't have, and then you try to have a Thanksgiving service. Keep that same energy. To be thankful, it seems so simple. Like, I'm thankful. I'm grateful. But it is an expression. It's a, it, I know it was wonderful for the parents to hear that they're just thankful for, for you taking care of them. You, sometimes when you do stuff for people and when you do things for people and you, you perform things for people, you, a simple thank you would be nice, right? But if you're really, really grateful for something, then it, it, it seems like thank you just isn't enough. Anybody ever been so good to you that that thank you, just, just saying thank you seemed like an insult to what they did in your life? And yet we, we come to the house of God and we say, you know, God, we're, we're thankful. And a lot of times we take for granted how wonderful and how great God is. We're talking about a God who hung the stars in the sky, put the sun and the moon in place, and looks over all his creation. Knows the very number of the hairs or none on our head. Yeah. Knows how wicked we can be. Knows how shifty we can be. Knows how up and down we can be. And yet and still, he continues to perform in our lives daily. And... 
We act like tipping him is too hard. Y'all better help me this morning. Somebody say thank you, Lord. Psalms, this psalm is, is, I'm not going to be deep this morning. We ain't getting theological this morning. Not too much anyway. I, you know that next week. Today, I just want to, real simple. Real simple, yet very profound and, and very important for our Christian life. Our life just in general. Just in general, because... Sometimes people's attitude doesn't show that they are grateful. And we're learning that words don't mean nothing. Words don't mean nothing. Not like they used to back then. You know, back there was a time where your word was born. You don't even hear that no more. Word is born. What is that? What is word is born? No, 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 no. I need you to listen. I need you to sign this paper. Because <laughs> that's just going to hold up in court because I'm going to end up having to take you there. Because your word don't mean. But. The writer of this psalm, and he really doesn't tell us who it is. Someone ascribed it to David, but it's not really, you know, it's about as theological you can figure it out. But it is a very important psalm, and it, 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 is, it is very, very, very important and full of truth that we need to glean from real quickly. Amen? Is that all right? He says this. He says simply, praise ye the Lord. That's what praise. That means he, the Bible tells us that... Everything that has breath can praise him. But not everything that has breath can worship him. We're not talking about worship. We're talking about praise. That includes everybody. Because he says that if we don't praise him, he'll make the rocks praise him. And I don't need a rock to praise him. All right, okay? Somebody say, I'm not a rock. I don't need a rock taking over my praise. So he says, praise ye the Lord. The Lord, that means the master, the ruler. Of my, you can't say Lord and not do the things that I tell you to do. Lord means master. It means that we are under his control. He says that, praise ye the Lord. That, mean, that means if he's Lord over my life, he's Lord over every area of my life. Watch this. It means that he is Lord. That means a Lord can do whatever he wants to do, and he is still Lord. That means praise ye the Lord. That means I don't praise ye my circumstance. I'm preaching already. It means the, the circumstance or the condition that I am in at any moment has no reason to receive praise from me. Because I'm either, I'm either going to be doing one or two things. I'm either going to be praising or I'm going to be complaining. And if God is Lord over my life, it's saying, Lord, no matter what you do with and to me, I'm going to praise you. Anybody mature to that level to understand that it's not about what God gives me? See, we have grown from being those Christmas babies waiting for a gift under the tree in order to be praising God. God don't have to give me a car for me to praise him. He don't have to give me money for me to praise him. He, I'm on a fast train. He better come with me or you will be left. I don't. He is Lord. That means if I'm going through hell in my life or my job in my family and my marriage in my circumstance he is still worthy of the praise praise ye the Lord then he says I will praise with my whole heart as an act of my will with my whole heart I'm going to praise him in the assembly of the upright and in the congregation 
I'm going to praise him in the assembly of the upright and in the congregation. I'm going to praise him. I will praise him in the assembly and in the congregation of the upright. I will praise him. I don't need a pastor to tell me to praise him. I don't need praise and worship to tell me to praise him. I will praise him in the assembly and in the congregation of the upright. I need you to understand this, that there is a place where your praise is heard best. I'm going to say that again because you missed it. There is a place where your praise is heard best. When you come into the place of worship, God expects praise. Come on, next level. We don't got to teach that no more. That's elementary. When I come into, into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise, you don't never bring a situation that happened outside that door past that threshold. You lay your burdens down and you enter in with praise and worship and it is a wonderful thing to, wait a minute slow down you're too loud it is a wonderful thing to have people who will praise him with you it is wonderful to have people praise him with you I can't stand being in it. Let me just help you. I'm going I'm to get on your everlasting nerve right now because you're getting on mine. I don't want to be in a place where I can't praise God and you're going to sit there and look at me sideways because you look like a hater. Y'all not going to say nothing. You ever been afraid to testify about what God has done in your life because you sit next to a hater? You can't bless God for me because I got my healing because I got my raise because I got my God. Y'all ain't going to say nothing. You can't help. Praise God. You're looking at me all silent. If you praise him with me, it might just trip to you. Don't look at me like I'm crazy. I heard a person say, listen, you count your haters. If you if you only got two haters in your life right now, you ain't got enough. You need to work on getting some more haters. I told y'all before, ain't no, none of y'all go to the green hating on people who's on the green. You don't hate on somebody pushing a carriage. But you heard on somebody, hate on somebody pushing the bins, don't you? You ain't gonna say nothing. And the congregation, it is where when we come together, there should be praise that sounds forth from the congregation forth to heaven. It opens up communication. It opens up. You ever had a problem with your Wi-Fi? Right? Like in my house, right? The, the router is upstairs. I'm in the basement. Right? I'm in the studio. I'm doing by the Wi-Fi. So I had to get a little adapter extension so I could put it on the first floor so that that Wi-Fi signal could be strong enough to reach to the bottom. I'm preaching. I'm preaching. The, the router is upstairs, though. That's where the signal is hitting, upstairs. But I'm not getting a connection in the basement. <laughs> so either I'm going to have to come up or I need something in the middle to break up the signal. I'm not going to say nothing. See, y'all, <laughs> y'all, I'm trying to help you. When, when we praise God together, it clears the airway so that the signal can come right to the... Yeah. Some of y'all ain't got no Wi-Fi connection. Some of y'all routing, <laughs> you need to push reset because you got something blocking. You got something in your mind that's blocking a signal of praise because when praises go up, I said when praises go up, see, you can't get nothing coming down if you ain't got nothing going up. You can't get nothing coming down if you ain't got nothing going up. Somebody say, put the praise up. Stop sitting down on God. Stop not worshiping God. Your breakthrough is in your praise. And if you could go ahead and connect to two or three, because where there are two or three in the midst, y'all not going to say nothing. One can chase a thousand. Two can put ten thousand to fight. I'm trying to teach you how to praise God together. And then he says this, okay, 
Since, since I need to let you know why you need to be praising. The works of the Lord are great. Studied by all them that have pleasure in them. Go ahead, just look at me. Study me. The works of the Lord are great. Look at your neighbor. Say, neighbor, study me. Because the works of the Lord are great. <laughs> Y'all not going to say nothing. They are sought out. Means you got to search for him. You got to remember him. You got his his works are honorable and glorious. They're righteous. They endure forever. He had made his works wonderful to be remembered. The Lord, I'm, wait a minute, slow down. I ain't preaching yet. I'm reading. Follow me. We gonna learn today. They they they're, they're wonderful. You pushing me? You can't push me. You gotta let me drive you. They're gracious. You got they're remembered. They need to be remembered. They're gracious. The Lord is gracious, full of compassion. I'm going to read it again. The works of the Lord are great, studied by those, right, that have pleasure in them. His work is honorable, glorious. Righteousness endures forever. He made his wonderful works to be remembered. He is gracious and full of compassion. Here's why we need to be thankful. Because his works are great. Yeah. But that, that was as deep as it's going to get. That's deep. You want me to break down great in the Greek or Hebrew or something? Listen, his works are great. If not, then just, just study me. Okay, study yourself. Remember yourself. Remember how great. Now I'm about to, now we're about to take off. Montreal say he's great. You know why he's great? Because I shouldn't even be here. You know why he's great? I, I should have been dead a long time ago. You know why he's great? Because he delivered me off of cocaine. Yeah. You, you, know, you know why he's great? Study. Remember, you better study me. He, he, he didn't let the, the knife cut the, the artery that would have took my life. I did get cut, but I didn't get killed. Y'all not going to say nothing. He is that great. He's great because I was in traps that nobody else got out of. Y'all not going to say nothing. He, he's great. Why is he great? Because he took a whoremonger and gave, made him be a husband and a father to his children. That Lord is great. What? A, a, a person who couldn't keep 25 cents in his pocket could put his kids through college. The Lord is great. I'm trying to help you. Don't hate. I'm just letting you know you need to study the word. Some of y'all know you've been in some hellish situations doing some wicked and crazy stuff and shouldn't even be here. They said you had AIDS, said you had cancer, said you had all these different things that you were. But look at God. He is great and greatly to be great. I come here to worship God. I don't need you to worship him with me. I need you to study and look and see that the Lord is good. And his works are glorious. If God don't get no glory out your life, he ain't did nothing. And the only way God can get glory out your life is if he let you go through hell and pull you out. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will... Great. You know how many people committed suicide over depression. Do you know how many people kill themselves over a holiday because they feel they ain't got nobody and they alone? Sister, you alone, but you ain't lonely. Y'all better help me. I'm trying to help you. You got to understand that you made it through depression. You woke up this morning. They put clothes on your back. Do you know how hard it is for me sometimes to put my leg through my pants because my back is hurting so bad? I thank God I don't need nobody to dress me. I thank God that I can tie my own shoes. Do you know you never know how to praise God until you can't wipe your own behind because it hurts so much. But I thank God I got up. I took a shower. I got dressed. I ate what I wanted to eat. I got in my car. And I came to the house of God to give him glory.
praise him for his works because they are great works. Never take it for granted. Never take it for granted. You need to give God praise every day for your mind that you could remember your children's name. And then he says, he's given meat to them that fear him. And he will ever be mindful of his covenant. He showed his people the power. Anybody ever seen the power? I'm talking about the power. So that he can give them the heritage of the heathen. Oh, this is going to be so good. Might need to turn the fan on now, feeling it. Who? The works of the Lord. The works of his hands are verily in judgment. All his commandments are sure. They stand fast forever and ever. And they are done in truth and uprightness. I got so much to be thankful for because I have a place to worship him. I have a, a people who worship him with me. And then I, I'm so, I got so much to be thankful for because people, some people don't have that. They don't have that place that they can go and be able to worship God. They don't, they don't have a people who are in agreement with them. And then I, I thank him for his works. Every day the Bible says, if I had 10,000 tongues, it wouldn't be enough to praise him for all that he's done in my life. Just begin to go over in your mind all the God things that happened in your life because there's, there's things that happen and they don't have to be super major, but there are places in your life and in your journey that if God had not been there we we take for granted you know I, 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 every now and again I go back in my photos and I look at that car that I got mangled up in and they, they look at it and say how did you walk up out of that car there, there are cars who look less damaged and people didn't walk out of that y'all not going to say nothing but, but when you have a relationship with God and he's showing you that I'm with you he'll let something happen that should have killed you just to say I'm still right there I still got angels I still know when you need me all you got to do is call my name and I'm right there and I may not come when you want me but I'm right there always on time that the enemy's plans cannot work because I already told you no weapon formed against you shall prosper I told you that I would provide for you I told you I would open doors for you I told you I would always be there I would never leave you I would never forsake you I will always guard you I will be your provider I will be your protector I will has he told you anything? So I thank him for his works. I thank him for what he's done. I thank him for his hand over my life. I thank him for his hand in my life. I thank him that he can be and use my hands to bless others, not to curse others. Help me up in here. But not just for his works. Because what stand above his works are his words. I praise him for his word. Has God spoken anything to anybody lately? That's what he means when he said he's given meat to them that fear him. Has nothing to do with physical. Because he let us know, Jesus said, it is my meat. To do the will of him that sent me. Somebody say meat. Meat is ministry. Oh, that's deep. That's deep. Meat is ministry. The reason why you feel empty is not because you haven't eaten. It's because you haven't found your meat. 
But the Lord said he's given meat, the meat of his word. You got to eat his word. The more you oh, the more you eat his word, the more you digest his word, the more you take in his word, the digestive system of the Holy Spirit turns the word into ministry. Oh my God, I'm preaching. It turns the word that's in you into ministry. And what has to come out is the word. If you ain't got no word, you ain't got no ministry. That's why you can't get out here and just start preaching all kind of crazy stuff. Because you'll be talking to somebody that has meat. And meat recognize meat. I don't eat no junk. Because I know I don't need no junk messing up my digestive system. Y'all better help me. But I need God's word. I stand on God's word. Why? Because if he said it, ain't no stopping it if he spoke it it's got to come to pass if he let it come out of his mouth it's got to have life it's got to breathe on me somebody say i need his word i need his word i need that meat and he said the word is connected to his covenant every time god speaks it is covenantal Every time God speaks, it's covenantal. There were five covenants, five major covenants. There were a lot of little ones, but five major covenants. Y'all ready? Oh, we about to go home. Feel this thing. It was the Noahic, Noahic covenant. That's covenant with Noah. Y'all remember that? covenant he made with Noah we see that covenant every time we look in the sky after rain he placed a rainbow in the sky and he made a covenant with Noah he said I'll never again destroy man whatever comes at you can't destroy you because you enter into covenant. Okay, okay. I ain't gonna get too deep. Then he moved from there, he moved to the Noah, he moved to the Abraham. Abrahamic. Okay, let me get sound real preachy right now. The covenant he made with Abraham. Remember that covenant? He promised Abraham, he said, if you leave your people. If you leave what you think you know, if you leave, I'm going to bless you and multiply you. I'm going to give you seed that you can't even number. Right? He said, I'm giving you that covenant. So the, the next covenant had to do with heritage. Hmm going somewhere. Then he moved on to the Mosaic Covenant. We know that one well because we don't like that one. Go ahead and tell your neighbor what it is you don't like. Law. Yeah, you know. You don't like law. That's why we drive 85 and a 50. Forgive me, Lord. Okay. We don't like the Mosaic Covenant, but he gave he gave us the law. And he said, if you follow my commandments, then you're going to be blessed. So they had to do stuff in order to keep in line with that covenant. Works. The Mosaic covenant had to do with works. Then he gave us the Davidic covenant. Remember the covenant he made with David? Bible study students. Since y'all don't come to Bible study, I'll bring it to you. It was that 
the Messiah would come through his line. That was the covenant. There's, there's going to be a seed from the seed of David. Would come this new, would, are we going to enter into this covenant? Then, then lastly, it was the new covenant. Now, what you need to understand is each one of these covenants built on one another. Because the new covenant was that Jesus would fulfill all of the covenants. And that we would now possess everything contained in those covenants. So when we come into the new covenant, it means that we enter into the Noahic covenant. That's why the enemy can't touch you. When Jesus died, he gave us that seal. And then he fulfilled everything in the covenant. So we who walk after and in Christ, we have all these blessings. And that's why our seed is blessed. Yeah. No. Oh, the court mic. We we clipping? I'm sorry. Sometimes you got to do that. It ain't on. Okay, y'all messing me up. It ain't on. So, we're just going to be clipping. So, we, we, we our, our seed is blessed. Yeah, I can't break it. I'm in the flow right now. And then we get the Mosaic Covenant. And that's the law. That's why it says we don't have to keep the law because Jesus already died to fulfill the law. And now the law is fulfilled and we walk in his righteousness. That's as deep as it's going to get for today. So somebody say, thank God for the new covenant. That would be enough to give God praise for right there. That, that would be enough to go ahead and say hallelujah, thank you Jesus because when you come into the house you understand that no weapon formed against me shall prosper and even though I'm going through something pastor, it ain't going to destroy me. It might distract me but it ain't going to it might distract me but it's not going to destroy me. And I don't got to really worry about my kids because my kids come through that and my seed is blessed. You're not going to say nothing. My seed is blessed. Now this sound different. I'm sound great. There you go. There you go. That, that's better. So that's why we can't be judged according to the law. So somebody say, that's what I got to thank him for. So now I got to get back in the flow. Y'all help me. Give God some praise. Give God some praise. So I can go ahead and close this powerful message. Say, Lord, I thank you for your word. I thank you that you never lied to me. I thank you that you're faithful even when I'm not faithful. I thank you, God, that you know all about me. Come on, you better praise him for his word. Thank you for correcting me. Thank you that your word directs me. Thank you that your word is a light unto my feet and a lamp unto my pathway. Thank you that your word is true. Thank you that your word came in flesh and showed itself among us. Thank you, God. I thank you for your word. God, if you don't never do another thing for me, I praise you because I have your word. Your word I have hid in my heart that I might not sin against you. Anybody got his word? Anybody can praise him for his word? Now, you don't like all the words. He didn't say you got to like them. He just said, I thank God that you set them. Because if God never put boundaries, then the enemy wouldn't know how far he could go. Y'all not gonna say nothing. God, I thank you for the word that you spoke to my enemy. I thank you for the word you spoke and told the enemy he could only go but so far. I thank you, God, that when the enemy wanted to destroy me, you said, oh, no, no, no. You can go that far. You could take a car. You could take a house. You could take a kids. You could take a pocketbook. You could take a hair. You could take his house. You could take his joy. No, you can't. No, don't touch the joy. Don't touch the peace. Don't touch the spirit. Don't touch, because I'm going to need all that. 
to when I double up what you trying to mess with. Can you thank God? That's why as I've grown in Christ, y'all better hold the door, hold the door, Usher. They're going to shout on this one. I've learned to praise God when he allows the enemy to touch my stuff. They still missed it. I said, I praise God when he allows the enemy to touch my stuff. See, you don't want them to touch it. Which lets me know you can't receive double. Because if he touch your stuff, you're going to start crying. I'm going to leave that alone. Let's move. Y'all ain't ready for that. But I'm going to praise him anyway for my double. Because the enemy been messing with my stuff. The enemy been messing with what God has been giving me. So I've learned not to look at it through the eyes of my flesh. And I'm trying to get y'all to come with me. Because he's touching y'all stuff too. You see that empty seat next to you? That's what I'm talking about. And whenever the enemy is start touching what God blessed me with, I know double is on his way. Y'all ain't going to say nothing. I already know double is on his way. You could go in and say, Pastor, you've been saying that for a while now. I still don't see it. I'm going to keep saying it till I see it. Because my faith says I know God is able and he's going to do it. So I don't care what I'm looking at. I only care about what I see in my spirit. Do I got anybody? And as I close, this is what it all boils down to. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. I said, man, what that got to do with this outline of blessing and thank you so much. Because writer, you told me to praise the Lord. You said I will praise the Lord in the sanctuary. You said I'm supposed to praise him because I got a place to go and I got a people to praise him. That I'm not the only one worshiping. Then you told me to think about the works and all that he has done in our lives. And I can get that. I can see why I got so much to be thankful for. Because I look at the works in my life and I say, Lord, you've done so much. He's done exceedingly and abundantly above all I could ever ask or think. I'm going to tell you like this. If it wasn't but two of y'all in here, it would be so much. Because for an ex-cocaine addict who couldn't keep nothing, for him to raise me up to be able to lead, if it ain't but one person, I would thank God because that is so much. But I said that, that makes sense. Then you told me to praise him for his word because he would speak his word while I was in the worst of situations. When it didn't look like I was going to make it, he would say, you coming out, but you ain't just coming out. You coming out with spoils. You coming out with more than. You coming out with more than a conqueror. You coming out victorious. You coming out the head, not the tail. You coming out. You coming out. Tap your neighbor and say, you coming out. Why? Because God says so. God said so. That would be enough. Just go ahead and give God praise. So I said, writer, why did you tell me that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and a good understanding have they that do his commandments? Well, you just told me I'm not under law. I don't have a commandment. All the commandments are full. So what commandment are you talking about? He said, Dre, go back to the top of the letter to the top of the psalm and you'll see the commandment I give
gave you. The commandment is simple. It is not thou shall not steal. Thou shall not kill. Thou shall not murder. Thou shall not covet. Thou shall not commit adultery. Thou shall not. Thou shall not. Thou shall not. Thou shall not. It is not a thou shall not. But the commandment is praise ye the Lord. Do I got anybody that in here can tap your neighbor? Say, neighbor. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Tap your neighbor. Say, neighbor, I ain't stupid. I ain't stupid. I might be crazy, but I ain't stupid. And I got enough sense to go ahead and praise him. Well, I got breath in my body. Praise him in this house. Bless him in this house. Give God praise. Give God glory. Give God glory. Give God glory. That's the beginning. That's the beginning. He is the author and the finisher of your faith. Praise is just the beginning. Blessings are about to shower. Anointing is about to shower. Healing is about to shower. Deliverance is about to shower. A new mind, new regulation, new way, new dance, new joy, new peace, new, 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 new blessing. You better praise them for change. Praise them for miracle signs and wonders. Bless him! Don't look around. The wind of God just hit your house. How are you going to respond? Help your neighbor. Help your neighbor. Everybody. Everything. That has breath. It's been a long time. Since you praised. You owe God a praise. You owe God a praise. You owe God. I said, where is your praise? There's a story behind this. This ain't just exercise, but there's a story. If only you knew where this praise was first from. Somebody come up here and praise the Father and get your back. Somebody come on. Some people want to dance. Some people want to dance. Sacrifice a praise. Sacrifice a praise. Somebody help her over here. Don't let her dance by herself. Y'all playing tonight. I need a prophetic praise that says the wind of God not only hit my house.
two more minutes. The spirit of God will bring it down. Bring it down one time. You got to catch this. God said this. That first praise, I know it took a lot out of you. But that was for your window. But this next praise is for your children and your children's children. Sacrifice a praise so that that window could be open for them. If you feel, bring that back up. Praise God for your son. Praise God for your son, for your daughter, for your daughter.
praise him for your change. That is the key to shift in any atmosphere in your life. We serve a mighty God. If there's anybody under the sound of our voice that does not know Jesus as their Lord and Savior, you can come and make a decision. Maybe you don't have a church home. You could come. If you're online, if you're watching on the airwaves, you just repeat this prayer. God, I'm a sinner. And I believe that Jesus Christ died and rose for my sins. I ask that he come into my heart and live his life in and through me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit so that I can make godly decisions. And I thank you, Lord, for saving me. If you've said that prayer, you are now translated from the um, place of darkness into his marvelous light. You need to get into a Bible-believing church. There's strength in numbers. Learn about the confession that you just made. And if you don't have a church home, you can message us through Facebook or any other social media platforms that we are on. And we thank God for you. Father, we bless you for what you've done in this place. We thank you for your spirit. And we thank you for your word. Help us to never forget that we have so much to be thankful for. We will give you praise and glory until we meet again to give your name glory and honor. In Jesus' name, amen. Grace and peace.